Uh, and Ryuji's like, you know, you're really kind. And she's like, I'm, what? No, I'm not kind. I'm arrogant and a phony. Again, dropping hints, dropping hints. And I'm just like, are we ever going to get any answers? Yeah, probably not. There's only half the series left. It's not <laughs> half the series left, dude. It's like less than 10 episodes. <laughs> it's actually, it's exactly 10. <laughs> Welcome back to my first anime. Just getting right back into it this this time. No, no preamble. Coming in hot, coming in fast. Like someone just hurt my boy Kitamura. Oh, he's good. Um, man. Chris Bailey. I'm Salvador, also known as Monkey, and I am Anthony Bond. For my anime minute, I want to talk about something called Toradora. Not sure if you guys have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I think I know uh, that. So I pulled the trigger. I bought the light novels. <laughs> um, they're coming and like the wildest shipping schedule I've ever seen because some of them are used and some of them are new and they're coming from like all different places. Uh, so I think currently I have volumes one, ten, and seven. <laughs> so I've only read the first volume. As one does. Oh, yeah. How is the first volume? It's good. Is it just like that so or... Yeah, it's more or, or less like the show. There were a few, so it don't. The first volume covers like the first four episodes, pretty much exactly. Okay. Um, like it, it literally ends with like her smiling and going, "He called me Taiga." Having the added context that, like, I don't know if the other volumes change, but it's at least from Ryuji's perspective, so you get some of his internal monologue, which helps. Oh. Okay. And like having some extended scenes and some like little bits of added context, I found to be really helpful. Um, like Ryuji categorizes uh, Kitamura as oblivious, which makes him make a lot more sense. I mean, he is oblivious. <laughs> he is, but I, you know, how yeah. I think he's insane and a serial killer and he's on some shit. Um, oh, so you don't think that so much anymore? Not any. Well, I mean, definitely not after these episodes. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so in front of a school crowd, your feelings? Yeah, okay. Th- yeah, he's still a serial killer. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he's oblivious. There's not like, God damn. Um, there's a really good scene I don't believe was in this show where... Oh, for, for one, um, Ryuji is hung up on like his whole appearance thing for a good part of the first volume. Oh, okay. And part of the reason he spends like a page and a half, literally just like extolling Minori's virtues to himself. And one of the reasons that he's like, so into her is that she never like reacted to him the way everyone else does. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if that was in the anime. I mean, uh, he does say that like he, he likes the fact that she does not like, is not afraid of him. Gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure. I some of the stuff I didn't remember if it was in the anime or not. Yeah. Um, but when she's talking about her pudding bucket, he's just like hanging out nearby and just like I'm getting to listen to her conversation. It's almost like I'm a part of it. And she's like <laughs> gesturing wildly while she does it, and she pokes him in the eye twice because he's like behind. And you know she apologizes, but instead he's like, oh, she touched me. Okay. <laughs> 
by getting poked in the eye. That checks out. A lot of the big scenes, like Tyga's confession, the whole fallout of Minori and Kitamura confronting them on the roof, and then they go attack the pole, like all that stuff is fantastic in the light novel. Especially since I don't think in the anime, Ryuji didn't show Taiga a picture of his dad, did he? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Especially not in the beginning, because um, he keeps that to him, like himself. When when they're at the diner and like they're like all sad because their crushes think they're dating, and they're like about to Taiga's gonna like cut off the relationship, and they're like this is like the last night, and she just like starts laughing hysterically about yeah. everything that's going on, and he shows her a picture of his dad. And is like, this is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. They're just like having this great moment laughing about how much they hate themselves and their lives and just absolutely losing their shit. And it's so good. Jeez. Well, it's 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 not like in a sad way. Well, it is in a sad way, but it's also <laughs> just like they're they're just like, fuck it, we're just gonna bear everything to each other, and who cares? This is so stupid. There's a good bit where after Again, I don't think this is in the anime. When Taiga goes and like sets everyone straight and yells at everyone like, hey, we're not dating, fuck off. There's a bit where she's like kind of yelling at Minori too. And she's like going along with it. But it's very explicit like she's not buying it. Minori? Yeah, Minori's like, okay, but no, I think you guys are still like a thing. So I don't know. I got that vibe, not necessarily from Minori, but um, from the other classmates. In the anime, for sure. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it's like, I think it's super interesting that Minori explicitly from the beginning is still like, mm, I don't know. I think there's something here. I'm just saying, out of these episodes, I kind of think Minori is a um, couple match or whatever they're called. Matchmaker. Yep, matchmaker. Mm. But we can talk about that later. Yeah. Also, Yasuko is apparently like 33, which I don't think the show establishes. The teacher? Very young. Oh, the mom? The mom, yeah. Oh, the mom? God, the mom is 23. Wow, that is super young. Um, I don't remember if there were any like other significant differences I want to talk about because I watched the episodes and it erased a lot of it for me. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, now I'm just thinking about these episodes. Wait, if she's 23 and what, Riju's what, 15? Uh, she had him when she was, I think... 22? A... No, wait... Is my math that bad? Freshman, a first year high schooler. So it would have been a sophomore by our time. I think that it's because he's going off to his second year and she's like, you're going somewhere I never did. Because she dropped really? out to have him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You, you see in the, um, in the way color, in the anime, it makes it look like uh, she met him while walking at the club. That's why I thought. I'm, oh. The- yeah. That's kind of what it seems like. But yeah. I, mean, I guess that's still possible. But yeah. I mean, I was expecting her old. I just, was, I actually was a, didn't think what how old she was when she had Riju. So, yeah, I never really thought about it either until it's yeah, until like she was like sixteen. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, uh, these great episodes. Mom's great. We we had more mom scenes. Yeah, mom's very good. Yeah, I think so. I think she did her. Uh, I truly, I think I like what they did with her. <clears throat> kind of have her like an off comedy character, but still like heartfelt with uh, uh, Taiga. Wait, let's anime minute, guys. God damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, dude, fucking, I mean, Orange has a fucking five minute anime minute. I don't know what else he's trying to talk about. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Oh, oh can we get to mine? 
Yeah, get to yours. I didn't have shit. Yeah, sorry. I talked about Toradora too long. <laughs> no, Fuck um, me. My, my anime minute. Um, Been watching uh, Demon Slayer. It's good. The fucking entertainment arc, which is my favorite arc in the manga, it's going to be super short. I'm kind of sad about that. I'm also happy about that because they're not really slowing down, so I like that. Uh, I'm back on Taskmaster again. I don't know how it happened, but it got me again, so I'm watching Taskmaster again. That's always fun. And um, somehow I got back into boxing. I think it's because I've been watching Hajimeno Ippo, and so I'm looking up boxers now. It's like the weirdest thing ever, but what are you going to do? I think that's all for my anime, man. Pretty short and sweet. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't watch any extra anime. Um, I did watch uh, True Detective for season one again. Uh, fucking amazing. Please go watch it. Again? True Detective, yeah. What the fuck? Why are you watching watch that? It. True Detective is amazing. You have so much in your play and you're watching that? Yeah, I initially put it on and watched two episodes uh, Christmas Eve night just because I didn't want to. I was going to fall asleep and I kind of watched like an episode and a half and then finally fell asleep. And then uh, it came back on. I was looking for something to eat. <clears throat> and then a friend came over and I just put it on while we talked and we did, everyone just started watching it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so then I finished it today. It's only eight episodes. It's real quick. Oh, eight hour long episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's still quick. Did you finish Sits Creek yet? Yeah. A okay. long time ago. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember all the, and the, all the stuff that like you have backlog. You have so much uh, stuff in backlog. I mean, kind of. I mean, I've caught up on a couple things. Okay. It's fine. But, I yeah, get I it. Know, True Detective is fun as fuck. I did that with Fargo not too long ago. Oh, when yeah, season four came out, I, I watched the first. I was like, I'll watch the first season again, and I watched all three. I mean, I have nothing to say because I'm watching Taskmaster, and those are forty minute long episodes for about the fucking what eighteenth time. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know what is happening. Next, but, you're gonna uh, just yeah. watch YouTubers watching Taskmaster I've not, <laughs> until they get banned. I've, I've not started that yet. No, I mean mm. YouTube. I mean they uh, because. In YouTube, you're allowed to have something like, I guess, 20 minutes or so, you're allowed to have it for 10 minutes or something like that. But they put like a timer on it for like wide of usage or something like that. So you're allowed to have like 10 minutes of the show. As long as it's probably transformative. There's, look, we're going to talk about fair use. This isn't a fair use podcast. And no one understands fair use. So, I mean, they think they do until they get their shit taken down. And they're like, what? Okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about fair use and how dumb it is. Let's talk about. The Palm Top Tiger of Happiness, episode 14 mm. of Toradora. Uh, we open with two students bowing and thanking Tiger because they found true happiness and they run off holding hands. God, this was so random. I was like, what? Did I miss something in the last episode? Ryuji and Taigo just look confused. As they're walking into class, they open the door and uh, blue hair and glasses dive out to try and apparently touch Taiga. And we kind of learn... Do, well, yeah, Ami comes up and squishes Taiga's head and Taiga jams her finger up Ami's nose in retaliation. Disgusting. Yeah, and then wipes her <laughs> finger on Ami's skirt. Disgusting. So good, though. I love that. I love that thing. See? I mean, that's one way to get someone to stop doing what they're doing. Dude, having a finger jammed up your nose is, like, worst thing ever. Like, it's uncomfortable. I've never had this happen before. I just know in JoJo that happens, and that looks super uncomfortable. So all my all my facts right there is from JoJo. So uh, We learned <laughs> that apparently on the wrestling show, Taiga went on a rampage in the audience, but everyone she attacked ended up having good luck and finding happiness. <laughs> I love the, the, the rampage. 
Yeah. Oh, God. That's so funny. On learning this, Taiga lunges into Minori and just starts rubbing up all over on her. Only Minori can touch me. Minori just pets her and is like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) There's more gossip about Ryuji and Taiga and Kitamura being like, "Mm, bummer, he lost to Kitamura, I guess, huh? Uh, Tag is like, all right, everyone, shut the fuck up. Our single teacher is going to be here with her single walk and her single look. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so mean. She's just outside oh, the man. door. Single look. Single look. Whatever. She's great. She's still not her. doing so hot at the moment. Listen, she's 30. It's tough. I mean, she's not wrong, I guess. Dude, the, every time the light novel mentions her, there's like parentheses, like telling you how single she is. God damn! Uh, can we just? She, she needs to hang out with Riju's mom, right? They should hang out, right? That'd be kind of fun. They That'd be fun. I episode. would love that episode where he's just hanging out. You know what I mean? A a girls' night in town, bro. I think we just need to get a GoFundMe going for her. <laughs> Go sure. first. No, just the general expenses. Yeah, just to like you know, give her enough money to go out on the weekends. Try to get her subscription love. to a premium dating app. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to help her out. I mean, don't they get, like, pretty, pretty well in Japan school? I don't know. Wow. Well, I maybe, maybe we shouldn't have Listen, this. It's an emotional GoFundMe where we send feelings and thoughts. Mm. <laughs> okay. I just made it up. Yeah, that's also called religion, or um, Anthony. Yeah, I was deciding <laughs> if I wanted to make that joke or not. <laughs> so thank you. Now I don't have to be the asshole. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Kitamura joins them for lunch <laughs> and Taiga starts to choke but refuges Ryuji's coffee milk because she only drinks orange juice. Okay, so this coffee milk comes comes in a juice juice box thing? Do you guys see this? It's a paper box, yeah. Yeah, it was so random. Also, do you guys think, it, is it like, is it like regular coffee milk? Like, what is coffee milk? If you, like, do you not have like coffee, coffee milk? What What's a coffee milk? Holy shit, I think I know this. Coffee milk's a regional thing, isn't it? Probably, because I don't know what coffee milk is. So I, d- I never liked it growing up. I haven't had it in a long time. But it's just like, it's milk. Like, you know how you have like chocolate milk or strawberry milk or whatever? <laughs> milk. <laughs> it's coffee milk, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like chocolate milk, but it's coffee milk instead. Yeah, that's, gotcha. that's the easiest way I know to describe it. Is it like black coffee? I know this is really stupid, but it's like black coffee with like milk. Like no, it's like milk black with, coffee with milk. No, I think I, I I haven't had it in so so long. Or is it like um, toffee? Is it like toffee? But they it's probably of- closer to that. It's probably sweeter. Yeah. Huh. Okay, hold on a second. I'm I'm looking up coffee milk on Amazon and I'm buying. I'm looking it up on Amazon too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. I, I I feel like I learned this, relearn this every year that coffee milk is a regional thing, and it's so funny to me because someone coffee from like milk. New England will bring up coffee milk, and everyone else on the podcast is like, "What the fuck is a coffee milk? What are you talking about?" Really? That's so random. Okay. Oh, there we go. Coffee milk is a drink made by mixing coffee syrup or coffee extract and milk. I mean, we got to try this. Yeah, we. I got to try it. I mean, I don't really like milk. You guys like milk? Yeah. I mean, I love chocolate milk. But in Kentucky, all we got is two. Chocolate and 2%. Okay. I don't know what he's oh. talking about. I go to the stores and get whatever I want, so. Um, uh. It was a country bumpkin joke. Oh, okay. Just drink it. Because nowadays from you the cows like and soy. <laughs> yeah, we don't process shit. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Pretty sure it's illegal. Um... 
So Ryuji goes to get some orange juice. He hears over here is Ami's phone call and is like, what was that about? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, fine, whatever. And she gets pissed that he lost interest so quickly. <laughs> I, I love that, doing that to somebody. It's like somebody wants to like really talk about something. You're like, I oh, know I'm good. Yeah, yeah. If you're not yeah. going to tell me from the get go, like, fuck you. Like, I don't really fucking care. Oh, dude. I mean, that's, <laughs> I can't, what, I want, I want, mm, those people drive me fucking crazy. People who would just like say vague shit looking for someone to like dig into it. Like, no, you want to talk about something? Just fucking say it. Yeah. Ain't no one got time for you. <laughs> Don't be out here walking around like with your loud size and your cryptic, like, oh, today's, today sucks. And then just like looking around expectantly, like waiting for someone to. Mm. John Mulaney's got a great joke on this. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then there's, there's Owens in the corner who's like, every day sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> we know. <laughs> What's the John Mulaney joke, Anthony? Because I know you uh, want to pull it out. Not really. I vaguely remember it. I just remember the punchline was um, he was talking to someone and they were like, you wouldn't understand even if I told you. Like, and that's after like he had to fish for it, you know? Oh my god! Mm. He's like, "What the fuck do I do with that?" <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that, okay, that makes more sense. Wow, you told the joke bad. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been fucking like five years. Actually, it's been ten fucking years since John Mulaney's new in town came out. Don't talk about that. At 2012, you know it's crazy that like I think in 2012, not so long ago, but it's been ten fucking years. Can we just stop yeah. talking about time? Like fucking crying out loud. If you watch True Detective, time is circular. Also, I'm going to say right now, whoever thought of these fucking pull-apart pages on these fucking notebooks, it's pissing me the fuck off because I to keep like, pulling my pages apart. To get the frilly apart. part off of it? Not the, you, you know how the frilly part is supposed to stay in the spiral and then you can rip up the paper to have that straight edge? Yeah. I don't want that. I just want the whole fucking paper. Oh, dude. Damn, my life. No, I, it's, I pull the fucking paper when I'm holding it and it pulls apart. And it pisses uh, me off because I want them to be uniformed. You shouldn't pull the paper. <laughs> it sounds like it's your fault. It sounds like a way you gripping it. I, I grip it, like I grip it, and then mm -hmm. I pull on it. And then since I pull on it, it pulls the fucking... Relax, man. We're just we're just podcasting. It's a chill environment. Let the tension go. <laughs> Get you some coffee milk. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> I have done this for my last three papers. It's like severely make me so mad. <laughs> Speaking of being mad, <laughs> Ami presses the coffee button when she learns why Ryuji's out there. What a dick move. Like, I'd be a little upset. So I think I realized something. Was in, it obvious? In this set of episodes, probably to people who like see me from the outside. Mm -hmm. I think I would be friends with Ami. Like... She sucks and she's such a dick, but I would find all of that so funny. Like, but do if you she, think she would be friends with you? Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't see why that's a question. <laughs> uh, but I just really like it, actually, kind of spurred from the the most recent episode of the Always Sunny podcast. I knew it. I knew you were talking about the Always Sunny podcast because of, because you said that. Yeah, they, they have a thing where they're talking about, like, sometimes they'll send, like, a really heartfelt text or whatever to Rob McElhenney, and sometimes he'll just respond, fuck you. 
And like for Glenn Howerton, that's a little like, mm, okay, well, that hurts a little bit. But it, it's just a thing of like, that's so, I don't know. I find being a dick in a playful way to be very funny. You know what's the funny thing about that? In that podcast, they discuss how, um, what's called, that's like a northern thing. Northeastern thing. Yeah. Yep. And it's just the fact that we was talking about the coffee milk. And that's also Northeastern thing. And then yeah. we talk about that. It's like we just we just talk about Northeastern things apparently in this episode. Wait, Northeastern thing to be a dick and like lovable dicks? What? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess it's a regional thing. So according no. to to some people, or it's at I least mean, maybe probably more like prevalent up people. here that it's like everyone just gives each other shit and is like angry and an asshole all the time, but in a way that's like playful. Which again, I don't I don't know if it's actually regional or if it's just. I have like, to interact with some of you guys. <laughs> Some of you people. I mean, can confirm people are. I mean, look at me. All right, turn your camera on so I can finally see you. I don't know even know where it is. <laughs> uh, Taiga drop kicks Ryuji because he's taking too long. Uh, yeah, that I understand that one. But a drop kick? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many times? Yeah, I drop kicked like seventeen people when I was in oh, high school. Like, oh, what do you so, mean? Okay. When do you guys drink your drink when you're having your meal? Do you like take sips out of it when you drink or what? I'd say ninety percent of the time it's yeah, it's a pretty even divide where I try to finish the drink as like the last thing to wash everything down. Yeah, that's what I do too. Like I'm wondering what Tiger's doing because suppose I guess supposedly she drank all her drink first and started eating. What an animal. Mm. Or maybe she just didn't have a drink yet. Then she just starts eating without having a drink. I, I mean, know. have you seen this woman? I mean, you, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. But it just seems to me like it's so weird. Like this, like, part, like I understand they have to set up the conversation between um, Riju and Ami. But like this whole drink thing is like, like, why is he getting a drink for her? Like in the middle of lunch right now? Like, do they just you eat know, the food and then walk to the vending machine to get food? And is just the fact that she's choking is the reason why they're getting a drink now? Like it's just that's not unreasonable. No, I don't that's think. not unreasonable. It just seems weird to me. That's all. But but Riju does have coffee milk right now, so we're like they don't do that. Yeah, but does it surprise you at all that for whatever reason Taiga would not have a drink? No, it does not surprise me. It just seems no. weird. She didn't get one. She dropped like- it and squished it. She drank it earlier in the day. <laughs> Or the amount of time she just like is unprepared. Yeah, it just it just was like I'm thinking about it, I'm like that still weird, but it'll be just be midnight and her tummy growls and she runs over to fucking I want ice cream. Uh taco, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I want ice cream. Dude, whoever was responsible on this show, like the, the, the primary animator on Taiga need I hope they're doing well. She pretty she steals like every fucking scene. Yeah, Taiga steals like a lot of scenes. Um some dude comes up, picks up the coffee, and whips it right at Tyga's face. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I need you to touch me. As yeah, as one does. In is, high is this the uh-huh. is this the same guy that like hooked up with? No, no, they're two different guys. No, no. Okay. this is a later okay. guy. Uh, we come over to everyone looking at pictures from the culture fest as Ryuji thinks about the the palm top tiger happiness thing. Is like. Man, you know, it's, it is weird that Tyga's touching me, like, all the time. Where's my happiness? I'm saying. Which, uh... <clears throat> Where's his I, happiness? Kind of interesting, I think. I, Ryuji doesn't touch her in this episode, does he? Well, it doesn't matter if he touches whole, right? It, it's all um, about... If, no, no, I, I, I think I guess, all the I other main characters true. got to do think about the wish, except for him. 
Well, he kind of does. He starts that whole monologue. Oh, did he? But they all, like, actually touched her, and I don't think he did. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think he initiated the, the what's the opposite? The blessing, but everyone else did. But based on how we know it works, it, he should have received it anyway. Yeah, he should have received it because Tiger was the one that was fighting everybody, so. Yeah. I mean, the guy even gets dropkick, you know what I mean? So he's not receiving anything new. Although, I was saying he's uh, his life is, like, he lives a pretty good life. I mean, when you think about it, he has a good set of friends. Yeah, Ryuji's doing all right. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, man's going to have some things to work out in therapy in about six years, I think. But right now, he's okay. I mean, he has, he has his daddy <laughs> issues, but who doesn't, right? Well, I mean, also the fact that he has to be the parent in his relationship and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his relationship with Tyga is kind of fucked up. What? It's great, but it's also kind of fucked up in that neither of them is able, able to like properly process their emotions. What? <laughs> also, his whole identity issues, that seems like a problem. Uh, listen, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. <laughs> let's, let's, let's. You know who else is going to be fine and will not make us sad at all during this series? Minori. Because she's over here having a great time ordering pictures from the festival. <laughs> she comes over and is like, yo, these are all the ones you got to check out, especially number 200. The word there is under boob. <laughs> Specifically referring to Ami, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And Ryuji like kind of side-eyes real quick. And Taiga's like, you fucking pervert. Also, she, I think you undersold what she did. Minori came out here like a Yu-Gi-Oh battle style. No, that's with like, Ryuji. <laughs> Oh, a little I'm bit sorry. later, yeah. Okay. I, I was not going to undersell that. <laughs> okay, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The duel of fate, you Continue. Mean? The duel of fate is exactly what I, I am I was so about. confused at that part. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> uh, real quick, I do find this funny that Taiga in this scene, like, calls out Ryuji's libido. Yeah. Uh, because that was something I kind of noticed reading the first light novel. In that it, Ryuji's feelings for Taiga start like almost immediately. Oh, really? It, it it appears, but because when they're doing like their gym class bit, that whole plan, like they're doing the stretches and he's like pushing on her back or whatever the fuck you do in stretches. And he has this whole thing like kind of talking about her body and how he can see her bra strap through her shirt and has a. He has a quick realization of like, wait, some other guy's doing this with Minori right now. But then he's like, but the back of her neck is like weird (laughs) and like (laughs) pure and white. Like he has this whole big thing where he's like very clearly attracted to Taiga already. And then, but then you think think about when Ami comes in later and he's just a fucking horny teenager, I think. Yeah, I thought he was kind of horny for, or just a horny teenager in general. Yeah. I I do think it's funny that Taiga does say like you perverted. But then he's like, aren't you getting a picture with um, Yusuke? Kitamura. Yeah, with Kitamura. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> she just like walks away. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the duel of fate, Anthony. Man, uh, she came in here. I swear to God, I was about to hear it's time to do 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 duel. <laughs> she rolls in talking about like what, like attacking uh-huh. with uh, specific cards that she's chosen or whatever. And I'm, I don't, did you guys think that he understood what was going on? Kinda, I think so. I yeah, because uh, I did not understand. Or I, initially, I was, I was, I was very much like, "What the fuck are we doing? Like, who was attacking who?" <laughs> and then it made a lot more sense later when she kind of explained it. <laughs> um, and she's like, 
<laughs> Ryuji was confused by all of it, and she goes to look at his list to be like, "Okay, I assume you're gonna you'll you'll open with like this one." And as she starts, she looks at his list and sees number eighty five. Is like, hold on, isn't number 85? Oh, it's the picture of them crossing the finish line, holding hands. I don't think that this kind of confuses me. And this is kind of, I think this literally the scene, if you guys can change my mind on it, kind of made me a little sour on these episodes. Not bad, but just like just a little bit. Explain. Um, I, because to me, it seems like I was, as an audience member, they're trying to make it like, okay, yeah, she needs, she's like deciding whether or not she likes him and stuff. Did you guys get that? Is that the vibe for these episodes? Like she's literally ignoring him in a couple of them? I, I, I kind of think so. The only thing that puts a big wrinkle in all of that is mm-hmm. at the end of 16, literally the very end of 16, Ami says, like, does that relieve your guilt to her? God. Does or, that or something relieve like your that. guilt? Yeah. Let me see. I, I wrote it down. Oh, yeah. She says guilt all gone as she, uh, when she takes Taiga's handbook and walks past Minori. So it implies that something was going on that Ami had picked up on and that Minori would feel guilty about. That we don't know, but she does? Yes. And we can kind of infer that, you know, maybe it has to do with her feelings towards Ryuji or Taiga or, <laughs> I mean, I guess towards anyone, really. Mm-hmm. But based on this evidence, probably Ryuji. Yeah, because I, I didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of weird, right? Because we're led. I, maybe I didn't get it. We're, like she seems like she does not interest in Ryuji. She didn't really know him. I think. think I that? think she's kind of having the same, almost the same arc as Taiga, with regards to Ryuji. Is the more they get to low, the more. No, she. Ah, man, she that's let, still weird. I, I go back to the culture fest, the very end of the culture fest, mm-hmm. where they're talking, and she. I think it's her whole line about maybe liking girls or whatever. But the main important thing is that in that exchange, she says something and then quickly offhandedly goes like, oh, that's, it's weird how easy that came out. And like they had their conversation at the beach house where she's later like, oh, hey, don't, don't tell anyone about that. I maybe let my guard down a little too much. Like the more she's like letting him in and the more time they spend together, she's just getting more naturally comfortable with him, which is clearly not something that she does with a lot of people. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. This one's kind of weird, but even regardless kind of, of where, like, her feelings are, um, it seemed to me like they were both looking at that romantically. And if something like that happened to me and a friend with another friend, I wouldn't be embarrassed about, like, oh, he's getting that picture or whatever. That would just be a fun moment in high school, like a really cool look back. Like, I don't understand why there's a, so much uh, whatever they're kind of doing to it, you know? Well, Ryuji is looking at it romantically, and they both know that. Yeah, they both know that. Minoe knows that. I thought we kind of established that he's kind of, he knows that that's not going to happen. I think, I mean, I think he does, and I think Taiga knows that Kitamura is not going to happen, especially after these episodes, but I mean, that doesn't make their feelings go away. Mm, I guess not initially, but it's just, uh, I guess I could see that. It's just kind of, they just boring to watch <laughs> okay <laughs> well i mean if literally like if you can't get the person they're still after that person like i like okay like what, what are we doing are we just gonna watch another 13 more episodes of that of just nothing happening you know what i mean i mean good like, <laughs> no, hold kid, on are you trying to claim nothing happened in these episodes no 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 they did i just i don't like minori's arc at the moment which obviously it was most of it was set up you know, this mm-hmm. was definitely uh, a Kikamori's episodes, but this was the beginning of like her uh, or the beginning of like this setup for her stuff. 
And, or not maybe the beginning, but this is just a scene prior. Is Minoy moving? Is that what's happening? No, I don't oh, think so. Thanks. so. Okay. It'd be pretty lame if they kind of threatened to do the same thing with Kikamori as they did with Minori, or other way around. Yeah, no, I think I I think Minori is developing feelings for Ryuji, <laughs> but I still think like she. I still think from like the word go that Minori thought Ryuji and Taiga should be together. And now she's developing for feelings for Ryuji and doesn't know how to reconcile that. Well, I mean, I trust them, the show. They, they've got my heart already. I, I really don't. I just, uh, I, I'm assuming that this gets explained of why uh, Ami was like, do you feel guilty yet, even though we have no fucking idea what she's talking about? Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did not want to stop where we stopped. <laughs> Oh, sorry. We can continue. I just, the 87 part was a little just, I, I think it was just a little weird, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just a, I, even if he's looking at it romantically, I still think like the, that should be fine for both of them. It shouldn't be an awkward moment. It is. I mean, it is fine, but what, what we saw wasn't an awkward moment between them. You don't think no, so? No, was- I think it was Minori looking at it and being like, oh shit, I feel something complicated now. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Because, I mean, literally the next scene is her looking at her list with, like, the camera very clearly trying to accentuate 85, and she, like, puts her thumb over it. Gotcha. Um, I'm just going to say that I, I don't like that, but does this me? So, if Minoe's, um much called getting feelings for Riju. But if it happens, it happens, so. I mean, if they play it out right, they can do it, but um, I think it is a little late for that. <laughs> I don't know, man. They pack a lot into these episodes. Uh, but Ami comes up to Minori and is basically like, I don't care what the big deal is. Like, people take pictures of me all the time and they're distributed internationally. Pictures are just pictures. This is dumb as hell. And, like, kind of does her smug little, like, I'm pretending I'm oblivious, but I'm actually giving you sage advice. <laughs> and Minori, like, cheers up and is like, hey, you're right. I got, I'm so lucky to get advice from Professor Amin. God. Didn't she, like, specifically call her for, like, being so, like, mature and stuff? Yep. And this is the same episode where she gets called a child later. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Literally next scene, uh, the teacher is looking out the window. Um, He's walking with her friends and is like, hold up. She goes up to uh, Yuri, the teacher, and is like, hey, your sweater is from this magazine, right? Like, yeah, you're always so cool and stylish. And oh, she like, needed this so badly. Yeah. It's being so nice. She fucking puffs that teacher up. And the teacher also then compliments her maturity. It's like, you're just like an adult. Uh, meanwhile, Ryuji and Taiga are arguing over food and pictures. Where I think I think Taiga's like scolding him for the pictures. And he's and like demanding <laughs> meat probably again. And he's like, you can't just eat meat all the time. You have to have a balanced diet. And she's like, I help pay for it. Shut the fuck up. I can do what I want. Uh, That kid again comes up and trips Mm. and Tyga attacks him. He's having a rough go at it. Maybe it worked out for him though because we see a girl in the window (laughs) seeing him under attack and she runs out. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't been touched yet. Mm, He has not. Which I don't don't know why he's running away. If his whole plan is to get touched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that leaves Kitamura and... The president. Uh, Kano, 
the class president or student council president alone in the student council room. Uh, she talks about, or they have a brief chat about that, like superstition, how like, yeah, neither of them really is into it, but they kind of get it. Uh, and then Kano's like, hey, we need to talk. And I wrote, I wrote oh no, Taiga. Because <laughs> I know, I knew, like, ah, oh, this is all going to blow up for Kitamura. Do you guys think it was immediately about love and stuff? Oh, yeah. I knew yeah. it was going to be something that was like, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't about love. It was just her being like, hey, I'm moving. Sorry, I guess. What? Oh, I guess this first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Because we, she eventually does succumb to feelings. But yeah, Ami meanwhile is hanging out with her her friends, and they're talking about the Taiga's blessing and like, ah, Ami, you can. Of course, you think it's stupid. Like any guy would go for you. You can afford to think it's stupid. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> and again, it's like I gotta do something. Uh, she creeps up on Ryuji while he's deciding what meat to buy. And she advises him, hey, just buy a bunch of pork. Go for quantity over quality. As long as Taiga's fed, she'll be happy. Uh, as they're leaving, he gives Ami some pork. And as thanks for the advice that she gets all flustered, is like, I don't I don't know how to cook. What the hell am I going to do with pork? Yeah, that's really weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the scene. And he's like, "I, you just eat snacks all the time, probably. Like, you're such a child. Actually, I love this. I love this like little line, this little scene between those two characters. Like, I mm-hmm. instantly, I like, I got like a little choked up at it. I'm like, this is just a really like good moment for these two characters. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. I got one issue, just one small little thing. Did this already happen? Didn't they already like establish that she's a child and he's? Did, didn't they already have this scene? I don't think so. Okay, because I was kind of under the assumption that. It's already because I know that they're they're both like very much in like they know each other extremely well, like they just immediately hit it off, you know. Mm-hmm. They both call each other out on each other's shit all the time, stuff like that. Um, Regardless, it's important here though because you know she's been getting pumped up as like so mature and so adult, and like it puts all these expectations on her. Mm-hmm. And then him being out here like you're an immature little shit. Yeah, he's just, is, yeah. is weirdly validating to her. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you think that that was necessary to ground her out? Do you think that she needed that, or you think it's just fun that they did it? Oh, she definitely needed it. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I really like it. I, I like it. I just don't. I don't. I don't know if it was needed. It was needed because I don't see what its purpose it serves. Because it didn't like she was. I, I may be wrong. It didn't like seem like she was getting like in her head and stuff. It just seemed like everyone else no, was complimenting. No, I. I just think um, she was. I think this whole episode, I think that phone call was like deciding whether or not she want to quit school and go back to modeling or she want to stay in school. Mm-hmm. I think that was definitely part of it. And yeah. and mm-hmm. whole whole thing was like, well, I could just go back to modeling and make all the money in the world, basically. Or I could stay, or I could stay in school and be a child with like all my fellow like people, like whole age group and stuff like that. Okay. Also, every time she got complimented, quote unquote, for being like mature and adult, or even like when her friends were complimenting her, like ba- telling her like you'll you can get any guy you want, like none of this matters to you. She mm-hmm. always she would immediately get this look, like kind of like ah, uh, it didn't sit right with her. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, that I kind of yeah yeah because she's she knows she's still like you know sixteen or whatever. That's kind of why I was questioning, like, why does she need to be told that she's still a child if she already knows it? Like, why do we need to see that? But, I mean, I, I guess I can kind of see. 
like I said, it's the expectations, I think, when people say like, oh, you're so mature or you're so adult for your age or whatever that they expect you to behave a certain way. But with Ryuji saying you're such a child and calling her out for like eating snacks and shit all the time, like I think it's just another kind of like with all the other characters where it's a signal to her like, hey, you can fuck around and be a 16-year-old with Ryuji. He doesn't expect anything more of you. What, where everyone else seems to have have a vision of who Ami is, and she feels yeah. a need to uphold that. Gotcha. Last thing I'll say on this whole topic, we can move on, um, is uh, I think I already knew that, so when I saw this again, it was kind of why I was like, why is this here? Mm-hmm. If it's just a reminder, you know, that's fine. If we're about to do something with all this, that's, that's fine. Uh, but I already knew that she was she felt safe around him, that she could be her true self and what, you know, around Ryuji. Sure. I, I mean, to be fair, I think her true self is the person, like, giving advice to Minori and cheering up her teacher and all that as well. I think it's just about finding the balance of those people. And a lot of this is just, you know, probably just getting the characters where they need to be in relation to each other for the plot moments to happen. Um, Taiga is mad at Ryuji because he ditched her. While she was chasing the kid, he just went home. <laughs> I did not <laughs> realize that. Yeah, she's like walking along and like, man, I can't believe Ryuji went home without me. <laughs> uh, she sees Kitamura sitting over by a fountain looking forlorn. She approaches him looking forlorn down by the river or fountain. And he touches like her arm basically. And is like, Haha, I'm just trying for happiness or whatever. And she has... Finger pit carnival. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like, the lack of carnivals is extremely depressing. Yeah. Uh, Taiga is like, is that fucking class president being mean to you again? I'll kick her ass. And <laughs> She's he, not like, lying about that, apparently. Mm. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't you worry. Uh, he tenses up, clearly hit a nerve there. Uh, he talked, I think they talk a little bit about the thing and, he, and she's like, oh, he wants to be happy. Oh no, <laughs> you can touch me as much as you'd like. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that sounded weird. Mm. Taiga gets Which home. Which it did. <laughs> it does. Taiga gets home, Ryuji made extra food. I was expecting someone to be there. I kind of was too. But no, yeah. he just made a lot of food. Cause he was, well, I mean, to be fair, he didn't get lunch today. Yeah, mm. he didn't get lunch. I was expecting Omni to be though, actually. Yeah, kind of same, I think. Uh, Yasuko learns about the the palm top tiger of happiness and starts hugging her. It's like it's working already. I'm so happy already. All I need is dinner with my family. No, I, I was just saying. I just love the fact that they actually talk about school with the mom. Like they actually like have a discussion at the table. I think that's pretty cool. Okay, get out of here. Okay, fucking your death of the nuclear family agenda. <laughs> I was trying to think of the joke for it. <laughs> Goddamn people just want to watch fucking TV. No one has a quality family meal anymore. You know what? Put the phones down. Put the phones down. I, I'm just saying, Actually, when, I, know, when, I, when about I'm that? eating with a friend, I put down my fucking phone. Like, whoever texts and fucking is talking to their friend, like, if you guys are meeting up in a place to eat or whatever it is, put down your phone. Like, it's so rude. I don't, I, there's no reason to be texting people. I think it's fine as phone. long as you put down your phone when the other person tries to talk to you. I mean, I guess that's fine. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's still a little bit rude to me. I mean, it depends. If you're like texting someone else, I think that's okay. But if you're like scrolling Reddit, like, come on. 
No, I got to show my friend the memes I saw today. I mean, that's also acceptable. If you're looking for hot <laughs> memes, that's okay. Yeah, I'm not much of a meme person, so. Yeah, we know you're out of touch. I am out of touch. Back in his day, the kids had Vine. Uh, Ami has is meanwhile calling her mom, saying like, I'm just going to stay here, I guess, with my friends, looking at her hand. Okay, so do you guys think Ami touching Taiga at the beginning of the episode was always an intentional thing of her wanting the, the blessing of happiness? Or do you think she had the realization later? And that now that she's like reflecting uh, on it, she's kind of thinking about it. Or she was just trying to, she was trying to do it, but be subtle about it. I think, af- I think when she was on the phone, she saw her hand and realized like then. I think she looked at her hand earlier it, in the episode too. Mm. I mean, you know what? I could, if I looked at it again, that I'd have to, but I'm not going to rewatch it. But I, I think right there is when she officially was like, oh yeah, I do want to be here with happiness, with all my new friends, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Monkey, what do you think? Oh, I I think the exact same thing. I don't think I don't think she believes in that stuff. I just think like I think Omni just like thinking about it. She's like, huh? I guess I did t- touch Tiger today. I don't think she really believes it. I just think she's just thinking. She's just thinking fondly of how life is right now. I'm going the opposite. Yeah, because hot there's, take. There's no way she's doing that. I think she did it intentionally, and no one, no one. The thing we get from this episode is no one really believes it. But <laughs> her classmates believe it. I mean, I they they do, None but of it's, her friends believe it. It's and it's more of a thing of just like, eh, what? There's no harm in like playing along. It it might make you feel better. Like some people have gotten happy out of it. Like, eh, what the fuck? And I I think she wants to do that too. But everyone keeps telling her like, you can't do that. You're too old. You're too pretty. Like, or not too old. Too mature. You're too pretty. Like, you have no need for this silly nonsense. And also, Ami wants to be happy, too. Facts. I think she was trying to get that tiger magic. Okay, uh, it's just a question right now. Do you think Ami likes Riju, like, romantically, or she's just yes. happy to have a somebody by her side, basically? I mean, I don't think anyone else has given her the proper... I don't want to say attention, but like the proper character evaluation that Ryuji has. Um, I mean, um, Kitamaru knows what Amini is too. Um, but I don't think Kitamaru sees uh, her the same way Ryuji does. Like like I said, the whole character evaluation, like I know who she is, this is who you are. And then she's, they, I don't think they've had that talk yet, but they've both said things that are like, oh shit, he he knows what I'm doing. <laughs> he knows exactly what I'm up to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Them two together, they, like, are always, there's no, like, games being played when they talk, except for the overarching one where she's like, I, I think that she's literally just waiting for him to get over Taiga, and then she would make her move. I don't know what the hell Ami's game is, honestly, because I <laughs> see exactly where you guys are coming from, but at the same time, she's, like, she's helping everybody. She feels like <laughs> she's trying to, to help Ryuji with Minori and with Taiga and Taiga with Kitamura and with Ryuji and like I I don't know about that I don't know about Ami and uh, Riju I don't I mean not Ami I mean Minoi and Riju I don't know if she's actually helping with that relationship I don't think she is either I don't think she's helping but I she's like being she's she's supportive of like the stuff that they're doing in their own way which is in in her own way which is like kind of inevitably leading them towards each other and if she really was just like i want ryuji fuck everything else she would be much different 
Yeah, I don't think she has that. I don't think she's like, fuck everything else. I think that she's like, I'm going to, I don't know if wait's the right word, but if Ryuji becomes available, I would like to be in a uh, position to be able to jump on that. Sure. So that's why she's still being playful, flirty. She's still, they're still friends. They're still, you know, all this stuff. But she's not actively, like, intentionally, like, you know, hey, go buy her flowers. Hey, you know, get her juice instead of coffee. Like, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Ami is weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, she's the one that I want him to go with. Ew. How dare you? I, mean, I said it. I mean, this podcast is a Riju Taiga podcast. Okay, uh, it's it's Ryuju Ami. I don't know who this Ryuju character is that you guys keep talking about. Wait, what's his name? Ryuji. I thought I said Ryuji. God damn it! You guys Keyword are so bad with think. names. Yes. Write them down. Yes, Christ, I am very bad with names. Ryuji. That was really close to Christ. <laughs> Listen, I don't care what happens as long as Minori's happy, which I have a feeling is not going to happen. <laughs> I can't. I can't get. I cannot wait until we get Minori's story. It's too long. It's, well, it sounds like we're about to get it now. No, we're not. Gosh. We're not getting it now. We fucking we have to wait another fucking episode. Yeah, I think we're getting it next week. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, next week. Yeah. yeah, you can't say we get it now. We haven't got it yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, Ryuji, Kitamura, Ami, and Minori have this like passing relay monologue, almost uh, contemplating their their happiness and like you know if I could tap into this wish power what would i wish for and they're all kind of on the same page of they're like they're all wishing i don't but but they're all like i don't know though like they, none of them know what it is that they truly want and that is the end of that episode anything else on episode 14 did ryuji wish uh ryuji kind of started the, the music okay. or, or are you asking oh, like, right. ask a question yeah, yeah. okay so then we'll go to episode 15 distant stars Ami is talking with her friends about the time she, she saw something big. Uh, Kitamura tries to make a penis joke. <laughs> well, whether or not he's trying to make a joke or he's just being Kitamura is unknown. But he's quickly <laughs> he's stopped. just being a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. But he's quickly stopped by Ami as she's like repeatedly slapping his face. Like, ha what? No. <laughs> then we have to end homeroom. And Kitamura is extremely depressed. <laughs> uh... The student council election is coming up and Kitamura is like, no, I'm quitting and starts to freak out. It just starts going, quitting, quitting, quitting. I'm quitting everything and just yells everything, 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 everything. Oof, man's having a yeah, He's not having a good time. Go. Even the teacher's kind of like, yo, he's back there. <laughs> She's having flashbacks. <laughs> She's like, I understand. She's like, I was student council president. It's not. <laughs> no, she's having flashbacks to when she was 25. Everything was going wrong. She was still single. I think, I think the think teacher the, finds love. God, I hope so, but probably not. Wouldn't that be fun? I literally want an episode. Now I think about it, I just want the episode with the teacher and the mom hanging out. I I know we already discussed this, but I just want an episode of them two having a night in the town. Like, yeah, I was about to say, that, that episode is them drunk off their asses. Having a little eventual. They're probably like they rent a karaoke bar, but they don't do karaoke. They just lay around and whine. The next day, there's a big crowd, and Ryuji and uh, Taiga push their way through. And Minori's like, "You got to see this. It's bad. It's bad." <laughs> and Kitamura went punk. He bleached his hair. 
and is being held back from something. Uh, Ami, Kano, the class president, and Ryuji are recruited to figure out what happened to him or what's going on. And Kano basically denounces him. Is <laughs> like she immediately dips. He's not in the student council anymore. Not my problem. He needs to get his shit together later. Jesus Christ. Uh, Ami kind of pursues her. Is like, okay, you clearly know what's up. So. <laughs> Well, you've got the part where Ami is just fucking laughing her ass off. <laughs> I the mean, yeah, that was uh, that laugh. Mm. God, yeah. Like the kids, Mo died as hell. She's like makes fun of him. Like she's like, that's not. I don't remember what she said. She's like, that's not even style or something like that. Like just making fun of and just laughing his whole ass off. It's just so funny. I love this. Yeah, and I love like Ami is barely present in these couple episodes, and like the time she is, she's like. Like this, like very mocking or very cold, but I love the way they contextualize it where like actually she probably knows him better than anybody and she is kind of helping in her own way and like just letting him come around. Yeah, that, that's what sister think that I have from Ami and she's just like, well, like he's going to get past this. Like he's he's going to wake back up. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. going to he's going to be fine. He just needs a little bit of time. He needs to be like a little brat for a little bit, and then he will. Yeah, he needs to get out of his system. <laughs> yeah, get, get out of his system. He needs to get out of his system. Guys, I think Ami might rule. I don't know. I, I'm saying! She, I, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, the thing is, that when you think about it, it doesn't really work. What works is Tiger beating up the class president. That's what works. I mean, a lot of that is complicated, but... <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we, we we don't see if Omni's, like, thing works. <laughs> well, we I, I mean, I don't think what Omni does... I don't know. I, I guess the way we, I see it, and I kind of I kind of don't disagree with you. I wish it was explored a little bit, but the way I see it is that she's more, okay, I tried. He's rejecting our help, so I'm gonna not help him. And he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And and in a way that it, her not like acknowledging it and like trying to fix it and trying to fix him anymore and just acting like herself after that initial like rejection is in a way, in a weird like kind of fucked up, well, I guess not fucked up way, but in a weird way, kind of creating a safe space for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's what we see later is when, when he decides to come over to uh, Ryuji's house and they don't, like, really talk about it, but they have, like, a time together. You can see that he's, like, slowly going back to how he was. So, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, her method works if you know the person well enough to know that they're, um, like, they're, they're going to be fine. They just need a second. Yeah. And, yeah, she was a perfect personification of that method. Whereas everyone else is kind of like, we have to fix him. Everyone needs to fix him immediately. Which, given there is a bit of a time crunch, because I know a lot of people probably assume, like, he would be a great class president. Mm. And... If he doesn't have this done in five days, he's not going to be. And he probably and he's gonna regret, regret it, yeah. that for the exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I kind of wish Tiger became class president. I do too. That would have been fucking hilarious. I, yeah. I, I think it would have been really funny funny if Tiger became class president and then Kitimo just became vice president again. He just likes having a strong woman to uh what's called to like you know what I mean? Step uh, on him. Yeah, basically. Yep. Yep. I mean, he certainly does. Yeah. He's got a type. Also, the class president, like, the more the more, and more I listen about the class president, like, the more I hear a voice, I'm just like, God, that's just an adult woman. You know what I mean? It's not even mm-hmm. like, 
<laughs> she's not in school. Like, every time I hear her voice, I'm just like, she's like fucking 28. You know what I mean? Also, she's her like- whole vibe, she <laughs> she's like one scantily clad outfit from being a character in Kill a Kill. <laughs> really? I don't think about it like that. Dude, she's just got a vibe to her. Like, God. I don't know. I fuck. I, I fucking I love, love her though. She's yeah. great. Like every time she shows up, I'm like, Callie, this is so funny. But like, man, every time she talked, I'm just like, who? Why is this old lady like in this fucking class she's cool. <laughs> in this classroom? <laughs> she acts like nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, you know is kind of a, a trope with class presidents, though. I guess so. I liked her a lot. I was kind of nervous, like, before her, like, her emotional thing. I was kind of like, ah, she's just being a dick to be a dick for the most part. And then she, like, had her little born-out fight with the leader. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not talking about that now. No, no, no. I was just like, this, like, this is kind of (laughs) where... You brought it up three times. Let him say it. Okay. Fucking crying out loud. No. (laughs) Um, It's not like we're spoiling. (laughs) Wait, Um, I haven't seen this episode. (laughs) Right? Yeah, and then, like, later on after that, because uh, I was kind of nervous about where her character was going up until then, because I, I just didn't like what was happening to her. <laughs> and then they they fucking did it again. <laughs> the writers, that is. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt the same way, where I was like, oh, hell yeah, student council president heavy episode, let's go. And then I was like, actually, fuck her, this sucks. And then like, I was like, doing? oh, hell yeah, actually, and she's I was like, amazing. Oh, okay, that's what we're doing, okay, okay. Yeah, that, and that's kind of why... Whatever the writers are doing with the rest of the care, I'm just, I trust them at this point. Yep. I'm on board. They, I don't think they've done anything wrong yet for me, except for the bird. Um, Minori, Officer Minori brings in blue hair. Mm. Officer Minori. Well, actually, to be fair, I think she's citizen arrest because she said, Officer, I found the culprit or whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, Kitamura called him to learn how to bleach his hair, and she was, and they're like, and you didn't ask why? Like, what is wrong with you? This is Kitamura. He's like, I thought he was kidding. <laughs> this dude's the dumbest fucking guy in the world. No wonder he grows up to join Team Rocket because he looks like go. James. Uh, Kitamura <laughs> then leaves school school early, uh, and Ma- Ami is like, "Ah, eh, this is just a pathetic cry for help. This is <laughs> bleaching his hair was the best you could come up with. Come on." Uh, Minori and Ryuji decide to go to Kitamura's house and Taiga declines to go with them because she would not be of any help. I like her realization of that. Yeah. And then this whole scene with Minori and Ryuji, Minori just kind of like rambling about Ami and how she's handling it. And her ultimate takeaway is like, Ami's handling this in her own way and I don't think it's wrong. (laughs) I think she's doing... What she's doing is kind of correct, maybe. It's different. Well, didn't she? And her whole thing is like, she helps me. She's smart. So she knows what she's doing. So I trust her. Yeah. She like what we're doing with the writers right now. (laughs) Yeah. And she knows it all. And we're just immature in a way. She's our last hope. And then (laughs) she flips her Minori button back on. It's like, let's go. Hey, good times. (laughs) Uh, And Ryuji's like, you know, you're really kind. And she's like, what? No, I'm not kind. I'm arrogant and a phony. (laughs) Again, dropping hints, dropping hints. And I'm just like, are we ever going to get any answers? Yeah, probably not. There's only half the series left. (laughs) It's not half the series left, dude. It's like less than 10 episodes. (laughs) 
it's actually it's exactly ten. It's, is it twenty seven episodes? No, this is episode uh, fifteen. Twenty six or something. Like it's twenty five, and this is episode fifteen. <laughs> fucking, you guys saying it's half the fucking? It's not half the series. My man's never seen a character arc before. <laughs> Dude, I've not seen this long of a character arc. Fucking seventeen episodes. I'm in. here. Character for arc it. should take the whole series. <laughs> no, I love this to like change of pace shit where everything's decent. No, it's not. Like, it's just so much. It's just nagging. It's just nagging me the entire time. It's just, I, I was okay with it until we hit these four episodes. And I was just like, what is it? I will say these episodes were a little slow uh, for me anyway. Um, it was kind of like, I don't think it was dragging. A, or I don't, Dragging seems like a weird term, but. It's a lot of setup. It is a lot of setup. Because we kind of we set up and plow through Kitamura's story all at once while setting up Minori's story. Mm-hmm. But I, I still think the the payoff moments are huge. Yeah, Kitamura, we learn is at Ryuji's place. He's just hanging we out because he ran away. Great way. Yeah, yeah. I instantly knew what was going on when like he just says uh, uh, or, uh, or a tiger or whatever he calls her name, and she's just like fucking creepy. Looks over at him. It's like something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, he went over there. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's actually good though that the fact that they're like. Oh, Ryuji's, like, really good friends. Like, I could just come over to his place if I ever, ever like, in trouble or anything like that. I think... Mm. Well, the man's opening up a soup kitchen. <laughs> just go ahead and be real. Yeah. But I do like that. I like the, I like the fact that his friends could count on him. Uh, Kitamura and Taiga have <laughs> some small talk. They chat a little bit while Ryuji's cooking. And Taiga goes in. She wants to impress him with his cooking. <laughs> and Ryuji helps... In the background, Kitabora is just hanging out, playing with the bird. And we just hear Ryuji teaching her how to make eggs, which <laughs> promptly burn. I really enjoy it. I think one of them was like, I'll help peel. And uh, and she goes, because I'm good at that. And he was kind of like, you are? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, okay, I see. And he's like, oh, I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and cook the eggs. Yeah. Do I put water on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts burning. Yeah. Do I put water on it now? so dumb. It's so funny. Uh, uh, Kitamura is presented with the burnt egg and he chomps into it happily and is like, you made this like, to... No, 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 don't do it, no. To cheer me up, I feel better already. Oh, you, you made this super hard, hard boiled egg. <laughs> he actually says it like hard, hard. He knows it's not good. Mm. <laughs> it's a hard boiled egg that tastes like a sunny side up egg. It's the thought that counts. Uh, he reveals that no one will expect him to run <laughs> with hair like that. That's why he did it. And they're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play video games. Uh, they Ryuji wakes up. Kitamura is gone. Taiga is asleep at the... Uh, playing uh, video games. Playing video games. Ryuji wakes Taiga up. She wants ice cream. <laughs> it's like, uh, Kitamura is gone. She's like, ice cream though. He's like, fine, let's go get ice cream. Wait, I thought he was asleep in the thing. He is. They discover that once he gets her up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> Kid, is asleep and Tiger's like, yeah, I get to watch Kitamura sleep. Yeah. And he's like, you have no shame. Uh, but then we see her face, which looks real bad. And we see his face, which I get. I, I rewound this like once or twice looking for something. And I guess maybe the takeaway was supposed to be that he has like really deep 
glasses marks on his face. He's been crying. What are you talking about? It didn't look like that, though. Dude, he has lines on his face. It's, is this his But they were, like, <laughs> they were in the shape of, like, his glasses. No. It, yeah, I saw crying. that. I mean, that was just, that, that just happens, right? But I also thought his eyes were puffy and shit. Oh, maybe. I, I didn't see that. I just saw the lines. Yeah, you saw lines where his tears have been at, dude. Like, it's he's been crying going to bed. What are you talking? You don't see that? I thought they were just like his glasses marks. <laughs> I saw both things. Oh, yeah, both sides have good points. I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. You fucking finch little motherfucker, <laughs> Anthony. I'll, I'll take your word for it. All I saw was his glass. I probably tunnel visioned on the glasses marks. Oh my god! I didn't know uh, what's called. Kitchmall wakes up. Um, read you. Oh, nope. We read you. Isn't that what happens? I don't know. That <laughs> does not happen. Uh, they go out to buy ice oh, cream yeah, the and Tyga. The stall thing just makes no goddamn sense. I, I did not like this conversation. I thought this conversation was a little bit too much for me. But let, let's have Owen tell me why I'm wrong. So go on, Owen. Okay. Uh, Tyga has her whole thing of how she's useless and selfish because Kitamura was always there to let her know that she belonged and let her know that like she could fit in and had a place in the world even after she rejected him ryuji comes up and wraps his scarf around her and basically finishes her thought of like yeah kitamura was your last hope which hey there's that theme of the last hope coming up again uh then points out the stars and talks to taiga a bit about them and she kind of takes over that narrative in saying like, oh yeah, we learned about this in elementary school and we look up at them. They look like they're so close together, but they're actually so far away. And relates that to her and Kitamura, where they're spending a bunch of time together. They're so prox- <laughs> in proximity close and in maybe appearances close, physically close. But like what they're going through, their understanding of each other is, at least from her perspective, super far away because she doesn't feel like she can now that now that they're reversed, she doesn't feel like she can do anything for him. On a side note, I watched this episode about stars, and I watched the True Detective, which I know some only some people get this reference. Fuck, I'm so sick of star talk. I've had my quota is full for the next week and a half on fucking star references and what it means in this series. Well, I have bad news. You're going to get more star talk pretty soon because time is a flat circle. God, that, they said the exact same thing in the fucking True Detective. I know, that's why I said it. That's the meme. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to say about the star conversation, or are we good to keep going? Oh, no, dude. I, I was just like, okay. Like, this whole conversation I was a little bored with. I understand okay. what they're saying, but it was just one of those things. I'm like, okay. Uh, the next morning, Ryuji wakes up to Kitamura in his face. Mm. Um, <laughs> then Kitamura goes to watch Tiger sl- Tig- Tiger Taiga sleep, and <laughs> she's like, stinks like milk and punches him in the face. So fucking funny. I, I do like oh, the fact wait, that... Hold on. Kitamura, when Ryuji wakes up, he's like, hey, I drank the milk in the fridge. Sorry. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say that. Like, I love that. And it just makes that joke. And then Taiga's... Yeah. Stinks yeah. like milk. Pop. Yep. And Kitamura just starts laughing. And Kitamura's like, oh, you have a good punch for being asleep. Mm-hmm. She wakes up panicked and the mom kicks them out. No, this is what this is one of my favorite mom scenes ever. But she's like, she's angry at them for waking her up just because <laughs> she's been out doing her job, and she just opens up the fucking 
opens up her room and fucking takes out money and she just points outside. And she's like, you guys are getting out of here and I'm paying you guys to get out of here. Like, do something fun. Mm. Like, let me sleep, okay? I've been working all night. Let me sleep, please. Ryuji, we had this conversation. Like, be quiet. <laughs> uh, Kitamura drags them to the batting cages. <laughs> and Ryuji and Taiga are just watching him like, wow, he's hit like hundreds of balls. He's uh, he's going through something, huh? Yeah, he's said like he's said like a hundred fucking balls. He's he's he needs a minute. Like <laughs> this man's this man's rough. Uh he comes out and Taiga's up. She's like, I'll go, I'll do it. And she's actually pretty fucking good. She starts fucking nailing him. Yeah. She's a wingo. And Kitamura is truly and genuinely delighted like he he is like holy shit she's so good at this he gets way into it uh he's, he's talking about it all the way home being happy taiga actually did something for him they get home and the mom's like hey can you restrain him and ryuji grabs his arm it's like like this <laughs> She's like, yeah. And then she pulls out the hair dye and like, Tiger, Tiger, get his other arm. <laughs> like, yeah, his his dad called me and said and was pissed. So we're gonna fix his hair. Uh, they say something about the class president stuff, and he manages to break out and runs off, yelling that he'll never be class president. They decide that he probably actually wants it, just like uh, Manoy and whole um, being scheduled stuff. Right. Exactly. Yep. And they devised the plan where Taiga is going to run for president. She's out there giving a speech. Ryuji's behind giving his scary eyes. Specifically as the fucking antagonist mm-hmm. of like the high schools. She's going to she's gonna put their high school experiences and memories in the m- 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 morgue. morgue. Dude, the amount of times like she was like the quick flashes with the word demonic on certain things or mm. her saying it. It's, it's so fucking funny in this next, like, ten minutes. Well, that's the end of that episode. But I know what you're talking about. But as an Anthony Price, I love the fact that they just go so hard at being evil. And it looks great. It looks it's great so fucking funny. Yeah. The fact that they just, they go so hard at being evil. Their first poster with Taiga just, like, looking like a fucking bad poster Dude. for an isekai about a demon girl is so yeah. great. Straight out of, like, a fucking movie post. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, Good to go to episode 16. It looked, I just realized what it looked like to me now. It looked like in the original Lion King uh, when all the hyenas were marching past Scar, uh, be prepared. Yeah, oh. With that, like, red background and the shadow and shit. Mm. That's what it reminds me of now. <laughs> okay. Also, I, I forgot to discuss this, but, um, Anthony, I don't know if we discussed this, but, uh, do you know about, um, like, Japanese people in, like, blonde hair or, like, hair with different colors? I just know that in every fucking anime, the, there are no normal hair colors. You have to differentiate your main characters. Yeah. No, okay, so, like, if somebody has blonde hair, supposedly, it means they're, like, trying to become a punk. That's what usually that means. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if you have so in the like, United States, you usually go black hair for punk. That's yes. not true. What? In the United States, you go like a neon for punk. Well, nowadays, but back in the day. Yeah, but yeah. I have to listen to Be Prepared now. Yeah, but usually like if you like <clears throat> dye your hair blonde or if you have blonde hair in a Japanese setting, that usually means you're trying to become, you're trying to be a punk or something like that. I guess specifically That's, bleached. Yeah. But yeah. I got you. Yeah, it's just, 
it only happens in like school settings though, because that's the only time when that actually like matters. Matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, I don't remember like any Yakuza anime that I'm watching when they're like specifically like dyed their hair blonde. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I know in uh, GTO, the the teacher has blonde hair, and th- but he was a punk. I don't know if he actually blonde dyes it or not. But yeah, there's there's several animes where they like specifically like say that if you get what I'm saying, orange. Yeah, it's all like school settings. I mean, it's it truly it's like the same connotations that we have though. Yeah, of like you know people dye their hair. It's generally seen as like against social norms. It's unprofessional. It's rebellious. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah, I, I just completely forgot about it because, because during our time it was black. Like Anthony was was right about that. Like it was like solid black. If you dyed your hair it's like solid black. He was like trying to become a punk, so I guess that mm. makes a lot more sense. Oh, uh, also the mom is trying to become a punk. That's why she has blonde hair. So it, it was funny. No one, no one called <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> All right, episode sixteen. One step forward. Uh, I love that. Next morning, uh, blue hair and glasses are extremely in on the plan. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, it would be horrible if she became president. Somebody help us. Oh, the horror. <laughs> yeah, their acting is so bad. They're like looking around. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Kitamura shows up, looks stunned, and everyone looks at him <laughs> while Taiga is just like helicoptering the microphone. <laughs> and uh, Yuri comes up and is like, what are you guys, donk? <laughs> and just knocked out. Uh, they explained the plan to her and how they got everyone in the class on board. And she's like, all right, I'm in. You guys can use the printer. Uh, did you guys Did you guys see the OP? Oh, the what? that's next episode. That's next episode. I don't know, but I think they did uh, change a little bit about the OP. I don't remember it, but I've watched the OP several times. But I think that actually does, they gave like a little, like a sound count, not, like a sound cut or something like that to the two main characters. Like they made like little sounds or something like that when the two main characters show up in the OP. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, I, um, I noticed that just OP, but I don't know if that was like, I don't know if that's like throughout the entire OP like thing. I heard the sound cut. I was like, what? what? That's a new sound. And I looked up because I usually am watching it, but like I'm writing down notes or something like that. But like, um, and I was like, I, I never heard that in the, in the OP. So I don't know if that's new or I just caught it that one time. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought it was weird. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had <laughs> something to add. Uh, we get the campaign montage, which is fantastic. God, so good. Yes. So good at being evil. And there's one day left for the deadline to apply for student council president candidacy. Uh, a council member calls Ryuji and is like, hey, I got something to tell you. Uh, Ryuji storms off and is like, I'm going to go beat the shit out of Kitamura. Going to go punch him. We hear the phone call. We learn that Kano is leaving next week. Uh, he finds Kitamura by the river with a bruise on his face and is like, yep, you got me. I'm in love with the class president. Most we all knew. Mm-hmm. And Ryuji kind of has a heart to heart with him. And he's like, you know, it's funny. I had this conversation with Taiga not too long ago about how nothing goes the way you plan it. Kitamura is like, yeah, also I know what you guys are doing. Bye. <laughs> and just like start <laughs> leaves, basically. Brandon question. 
So he got punched in the face. Was that from the class president? The that class was from his president? dad. Oh, yeah, from dad. his dad. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot all about that. Okay, I forgot about the conversation with his dad. Okay. Uh, as he heads off, Taiga finds Ryuji and, like, he says, like, did you actually bullshit. beat him up? <laughs> He's like, hey, so what was that phone call about? And Ryuji says, not saying. <laughs> like, not even, ah, uh, nothing, doesn't make up. He says, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I will not tell you. <laughs> Taiga starts to give her evil speech. But Kitamura's back, so it seems. He comes up to the stage, is like, I won't let these evildoers ruin everything, and <laughs> does his ha 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 let these evildoers. It's so good. The, the fan uh, feeling this show is so good. Yeah. This is love pushing it. But then we learn after school that Kitamura never turned in his form to run. He tells Ryuji that he decided to give up. Uh, I was like, do you know why I originally joined the student council? And he tells the story about how Kano picked him up and encouraged him and pushed him forward after he was crushed from being rejected by Taiga. And for some fucking reason, she's standing on that little rooftop. Specifically on the rooftop. Yeah. This time we get to see the ladder in full view. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Although it's kind of funny because if you think about it in the very first episode, that's how Kate Tomorrow shows up. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did not think about that mm -hmm. until just now. I'm like, oh, yeah, Kitamo showed up like that, doesn't he? Yep. I, hmm. I picked up on that one. I was like, yep. Uh, and he talks about how mm. then, like you know. Like mommy, like son. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry. That was super real. Uh, he found purpose in the student council. He started to become friends with Taiga. Basically, his life started to get good after Kano picked him up. You know, because she steps on him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. I'm glad you're still, like, trying to get this across. <laughs> uh... So everything's been so great because of her, and now he's afraid of what's going to happen when she's gone. He's scared to not have her around, basically. Uh, Kano shows up is like, listen here, you fucking filthy piece of shit. I didn't raise no bitch. Like, Mama didn't raise no bitch. You're going to take the next step, <laughs> or what the fuck are we doing here? And like pushes him on the back, <laughs> pushes him down the stairs to accentuate that whole step metaphor. And then just like storms off, leaving him with the application. He's like, I got to go do something. I, I do like, like this. Yeah, um, you do. I, I We forgot to talk about this, but um, it was nice to um, see these two characters together, uh, Ryuji and... Uh, Kitamaru. Uh, Kitamaru. Like, because they did discuss about how in the old times they used to walk together. Mm -hmm. But since Kitamaru has been in the um, student council, he's been so busy. And I'm just like, I wish I had more scenes with these two being friends. I know I show you this like every week because I do want to see an episode with just Taiga and Minoi. But I actually would like to see these two characters. I want to see everybody. I want to see pairs of people in like a day of and yeah. see what they do. Because it's so interesting that this whole anime is like character based. I and mean, we can all agree it's like super character based. But we really don't see like, like why they're best friends or stuff like that. We see little tidbits and stuff like that, but we don't actually see them like. Why though? Actually, friends, friends. All right, hear me out. We get Taiga Minori, we get Ryuji Kitamura, we get mother, teacher, and Ami class president before she leaves. She's already gone, bro. Oh, okay. Truly, I don't. I I think I think the time for these like fun pairing episodes is they are, gone. That, that, I think shit though, right? is about to explode, and everyone's gonna have a bad time for the next like four or five episodes. I I don't know about that, but. I wish Ami would be more in these episodes. I'm actually like, kind I thought of, she was fine. No, I'm kind of a no. I want more Ami. Like, 
like I understand what everybody's like going through basically, except Ami. Ami is like so like different compared to everybody else. I know what she's going through. I know what she's going through. Okay. She's just waiting. <laughs> she's just waiting. I don't know. The thing is, we get I, to me, we get more personalities with all the other characters than Ami. Ami is like usually sitting in the side ends, which makes sense for her character. It's just like I wish there was more. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's I Ami is like extremely close to my favorite character. But you just love every scene that she comes in. So well, I mean, she's like her her absence in these episodes makes sense. I think, and like she doesn't feel like to me, she doesn't feel underutilized. It feels like she comes up, she fucking home runs a scene, and then she goes home. Yeah, hmm. no, I just, I just want more scenes with her. But I want, I don't know. I'm always nervous to wish for more of that kind of stuff because then it's like, eh, but then it's you get too much and it, it dilutes it. You know, she's perfect. I mean, speaking um, of, you know, who's perfect? Who? Kano. <laughs> As. uh... Yeah. Kitamura would have us believe in his speech, in his acceptance speech for class president. Or instead of giving a speech, I, he confesses his love for the class president. I had to stop this for five minutes because I'm like, no one in their right mind would do this. What makes you think at any point Kitamura is in his right mind? <laughs> he literally just finished chopping up a body before he came here. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> to me, like, to me, this... This literally, like, this part right here, like, got me, like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? This is, to me, this is a little too much, if you get what I'm saying. Like, to me, this just went off the deep end. I don't want to say they jumped to shock, but, like, I was like, what is happening? Like, did you have a what is happening moment in anime? Yeah, it's funny. I, like, I was like, what is happening with this? And then the later scene after this, I was like, what the fuck? Like, we, we can discuss that later, but, like, I was like, what is happening? This is so weird. But go on. I think uh, the only reason I think that this made sense to me, because I think I would be with you. So I'd be like, dude, this dude has shown like no emotion or whatsoever. But uh, earlier um, when he's kind of when he had his like, I think they were talking to Ryuji. This was like almost like a couple weeks ago about him confessing his love to Taiga or whatever. He was extremely open about it and extremely like, you know, it seemed kind of like a vulnerable conversation to have as like a 16, 17 year old. In my mind. And then so for him to like also do this in front of everybody, it's a bit of a stretch, maybe, but I think it works. No, I mean, from Owen's point from the very beginning, he says that this guy's completely oblivious. And that makes a lot more sense why this scene would happen like this. But to me, it's like still like to me, it's beyond crazy that this is happening. Plus, I mean, the dude did have like a psychotic break in front of everybody and then dies here. That is true. Mm. <laughs> And for me, like, it it always comes back to the same thing for me of just like, I'm here for the ride. Yeah. If the, if the emotions make sense, if I, if I can justify it for the character, I'm good. Would anyone ever do this in real life? Probably fucking not. But like, also these characters don't exist in real life. I I understand how real life and stuff like that. It's just to me, this was like super out though. Even for his kind of character. Yeah. Well, like, I understand that he's like oblivious. Just from what Owen says, but like it was just too much obliv- oblivious. There's only so much you can go, right? And then you like, you guys understand what I mean, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't think this was him being oblivious though. This was him being like, he's been sitting on this for a year and now she's leaving and he's having a goddamn crisis. Well, actually, I guess this makes more sense because when he was talking to, um, What's his name? Ryuji. Ryuji. Yeah, Ryuji. 
yeah, when he was talking to Ryuji, he did say that he was going to tell them about when he becomes president, and he just became president, so he decides to do it, drop it now. Mm-hmm. I guess that does make sense. It's just to me, it's still like crazy that he would do this. <laughs> I I want to bring up a point of like when he first did a speech where he's like, "I am," no, 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 I'm president, and he's like, "And I love you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking grammatical change is so. F- I don't know why that. That I think that laugh I had at the beginning made this scene so much different <laughs> than if I wouldn't have. Uh, and then he's like, I need to know how you feel about me. Let's go. Which is like, oh, my man, what are you doing? Why you got to do it like that? Uh, she grabs a microphone and deflects super hard. It's like, see, look what a fun guy Kitamura is. What do you, you want such a fun guy as your class president? <laughs> So we all want to, dude. If this happened, like IRL, I think that everyone there would be no fucking in, no one in the crowd. I think it'd be crickets, dude. If she was just being like, "Look how fun he is! Look how super fun he is!" Oh yeah, Ugh. but I could just <laughs> see that being like the, the literally the finale of like a rom com where she just breaks down right then, dude. If this happened in real life, the <laughs> space time would open up and swallow Kitamura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she pieces out. Ryuji chases her down and is like, that's unacceptable. It's like, yeah, you can't fucking do that. You need to like talk to him. You need to give him an answer. She still does not. Or is like, just say it. Tell me, do you have feelings for him back? And she still does not give Ryuji a straight answer. And then there's actually a deleted scene. I don't know if you guys saw this one where uh, Taiga is in like the bathroom doing push ups and like stretching and shit, getting ready for her fight. <laughs> what? <laughs> getting the blood amped up for mm. her fight. She's like walking up the steps of Philadelphia listening to the rock. <laughs> uh, Taiga stops Ryuji as he's going to continue following Kano. And, is like, and she's like, hey, you need to go comfort Kitamura. I can't do it. He's having a bad time. I'll, I'll take care of Kano, though. <laughs> and she, she's like, I, I'm willing to do what I can for him. And as Ryuji walks away, she draws a fucking sword. <laughs> Um, so I like this scene, not the fucking short part, but I love the, uh, the where she's like, she talks to Ryuji and she's like, like, I can't do nothing. Like, like you're, you're his best friend. Like you can go and, um, comfort him. And I'm like, I like, I like the fact that Tiger's um, watching out. But when Tiger pulls out the sword, I, that was a second. What the fuck? I know Tiger has a sword. We've seen it in the opening all the fucking time. I'm wondering when this sword is going to get pulled out. And she just pulls out his sword from her back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why does she... She carries around his sword? Yeah, I think she's had it with her the whole time. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, she always has it. You never know. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> never mind that it's bigger than her, so how does she hide it? <laughs> uh, Listen, I chalked it up. Isn't this the, the trip to anime for anime's sake or something like that? I just chalked it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she I, goes. I could not get past this. I could not get past this. She goes and challenges Kano. <laughs> Kano demands a kendo club member's sword, and they square off. <laughs> and dude, I, like this scene. Oh my god, is so good. I was actually. not so fucking good. I oh was not expecting a fight. Fucking dude, god, she me dead either, ass dude. was just like sword me, bro. And they just start fucking going, dude. But they do it. And it's like okay, Toradora, like. Tyga's pissed off like we're gonna do a fun little sword thing and then they both get disarmed and like the animation gets like weirdly gritty and grainy 
Yep. And like their face, their faces get like hands. really like kind of messed up. Like all, all the animation gets real scuffed. Yep. God, it's like a real fucking fight. Yeah. And dude, the animation on the fighting is good too. Like it's maybe one of the best fight scenes we've had in any of our anime. <laughs> like it's like, oh shit, this is a real ass, like this is a real ass fight. This isn't an anime so for anime sake good. fight. <laughs> you got that one. No, dude, I was, I loved this fight, but I was like, what is happening in this school while this fight is happening? Like, I was like, you never had fights so at school? <laughs> Not with swords. And well, they are literally. Yeah. The swords is a bit like, you know. <laughs> swords and I think that was like, for entertainment value, but like when the swords were disarmed, I think that was the yeah. fight. But the fucking tiger, like, running on top of the desk with the sword. <laughs> Listen, she's little. She's nimble. The fight is fucking beautiful, but I'm just thinking after, like, before the fight or after the fight, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, this is too much. Like, this is like, I love this. I know this. what I was thinking. I love this, but I was like, I've never, like, thought this would happen in this, like, in this school. You know what I mean? In this school. Mm. Crouching tiger hidden, Kano. No. But do I love this scene? Yes. I just thought it was too much. Absolutely not. I thought it was fucking perfect. I think it was like so it fits so well, like with where the tone of some of this goes and like, oh, we're suddenly getting like really real. Yeah. Yeah. I chef kissed this whole scene. Yeah, it was. Oh, the fight was glorious. Though. One oh of the best God. scenes in the entire show. I might, I might rewatch that. I might rewatch that. It's just a fight. It's just a good fight. And like, like I said, it's like once you realize like it's not just like anime for anime fight no it is i don't think so at all well the beginning of it like it comes off as anime for i think entertainment's sake yeah but like when when the swords are gone or whatever and you still realize like holy shit this is actually a visceral high school fight it's not a high school fight if it was a high school of fight they'd be is. pulling hell you guys are like this no one does this in real life i mean yeah obviously it's like more stylized because it's a fucking tv show yeah, but you guys but, are making it, it sound like this is this happens. It doesn't happen. Yes, you guys it keep does. saying this is a high school fight. This is not a high school fight. It is. This is an MMA fight. Like they're fucking like throwing each other. Like again, yes, it's more stylized for a TV show, but the point is like the the intent behind it, the emotion behind it is like a very real thing. And as we see, like it's not just a oh they they scrap and then we move on. Like the the wounds from it stay because like it, it's a very important thing and it's very important that like this happened these two got into a real genuine fight y yes that's what matters how it was they, they had a gentle woman's agreement to not pull hair <laughs> no that's what happens you guys or just it's the fact you guys make this you guys make it seem like this is just a regular high school fight again not not in execution but like it I, again. It's not. It's not fucking real life. Taiga is yelling at Kano, calling her a coward. As which Taiga wins, by the way. Yep. But it's just calling Kano a coward, saying that you know she refuses to face Kitamura's feelings, basically, and she's just running away. Ryuji restrains her as other students restrain Kano. Taiga yells across at her, "Say you hate him." Like, just say that and we're good. Admit it. Say something. And she yells back that she would die to be as simple-minded as Taiga is. <laughs> so because so if she good. admitted her feelings, if she said she felt the same, he would chase him because he's a fucking fool. 
So good. Carlos, uh, so good it is. Yeah. They stop. Uh, Kitamura comes in and everybody cries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Minori, during this whole scene, is just like kind of watching from the doorway. Like, I love that, like, this episode. And kind of through this whole set of episodes, Minori's just like constantly like in the background, just processing stuff. She's a database. Mm. Jesus, yeah that 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 whole sequence so goddamn good, especially Kitamura like hearing overhearing it and <laughs> realizing that she does feel the same way, but doesn't want him to throw away his life because of some stupid bullshit. Yep. Uh, we come to later where. Ami's friends have found Taiga's handbook and are like, oh, so uh, she really must be in love with Kitamura. And we see a quick Minori reaction to that. Uh, Ami comes and takes the handbook. He's like, I'll return it and walks past Minori and says what we mentioned earlier where she just walks past and says, guilt all gone. To which Minori looks like shocked. Yeah. me Same Minori. Mm. Fucking same. Uh, Kitamura is the president. Taiga has been suspended for two weeks. <laughs> And has a note from the teacher going saying, write an apology. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, um, thoughts on guilt all gone? I I think do it— Do you have any idea—do we have any, like, hot take on it? My—I mean, I don't know. I, my current thinking is that Minori has developed feelings for somebody. Probably Ryuji. Or that doesn't—I don't, I don't know, man— Maybe she knew the whole time about Kitamura and the class president, but I think it goes deeper than that. I don't know. I, uh, But in some way, she feels like she has betrayed Taiga, obviously. And somehow Ami has picked up on it, right? Do we all agree on that? I think so. What if, um, here, here, here's a running theory I just developed. Maybe we can go ahead and squash it now. Or uh, Minori is a matchmaker, right? We've kind of gotten that theory a little bit. I, I said that. I don't think I subscribe to that. Okay, well, <clears throat> what if uh, initially Minori was trying to get Taiga into uh, Kitamura at the like after, like, so, you know, when they first talked, Kitamura gave feelings to Taiga, Taiga announced it, and then she ran to Minori, and Minori said, no, maybe you should be interested in it, in him, right? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of used that uh, to, like, oh, wow, actually, he's pretty cool, you know, and then she developed her infatuation with Kitamura, uh, and then it was kind of too late at that point. And uh, Kitamura also told Ami, you know, because they were still friends. I'm assuming they still talked, even though they weren't, like, mm-hmm. necessary to each other. And that's when she was like, so do you feel guilty now? Well, she's not asking if she feels guilty now. She's asking sorry, if she no longer on. feels guilty. Okay, never mind. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Yeah, see I don't what know. kind of fucking trap card they pull out in the next four episodes. Mm. Well, let's quickly talk about episode 17. Oh, did you guys not get the after credit thing? Pardon? What? I didn't know there was an after credit thing. Yeah. Sir, please, you have the floor. Um, what's it called? Is this the president? She's uh, in America. You see, like, a blonde-headed friend or something, or, like, her host family. I don't know what who is over there. But um, she gets a postcard from uh, Japan, and the back of it says Baka. And she just starts laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what's Baka? All right. Idiot. Um, idiot. Or oh, that was, was from Taiga. the apology. Yeah, Tiger's a sense Oh, that's so fucking yeah. funny. <laughs> Idiot. And, he sees oh, it, and Caesar starts laughing, and I think that's just a good episode for... Thank you for informing me about that. Yeah, that, yeah, is, that does sound good. After credit scene should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to know? Just watch the whole thing like I do. Fuck that. But the difference is I'm watching on Crunchyroll, so I have to, like, watch it. I don't have to watch it. I can just, like... 
but it's really easy for me to get yeah, like get to the next. Yeah. All right, let's talk about episode 17, Mercury's in Retrograde at Christmas real quick. Sorry, that's not part of the title. Uh, guilt all gone. We re- can't recap that. Minori is in her softball game still thinking about that. Um, everyone's like, yeah, she seems off lately. And then loses the softball game on an error that she made. Easy ground ball. We get our new intro, Silky Heart by Yui Horie, who we know to be Minori's voice actress. Thoughts? Uh, good. I mean, we only had it once, but I think it's okay. Yeah. Makes me scared. Eh. <laughs> eh. I, I, I don't like this one so much. I mean, it sounds pretty good. Like the those little bit of beats in there. It's pretty good. But everybody's separated, and I do not like that. And also don't I don't fact I don't like the fact that there's more characters in the opening. It kind of pisses me off. And uh, this episode, not really enjoying it that much. We t- can talk about that later. All right. Ryuji and Taiga are shopping. Taiga is humming jingle bells. And she loves Christmas. God. Uh, Santa's coming. I, I think it's adorable the fact that she's like humming Christmas songs. I think that's like, I'm like, oh my God. It's like, I can't believe that Taiga actually loves Christmas. Even though we know that Christmas is like Valentine's Day in Japan. So Hot take coming in. She actually still believes in Santa. <laughs> I know. I was waiting the whole episode for someone to be like, do you still believe in Santa? No, she's, no one's actually said it yet. Yeah. That's, it makes me real nervous. Uh, I think she does. <laughs> I think she does too. <laughs> I do too. Although what also makes me nervous is that there's a part of me that's like, Tyga's not actually this happy. She is like mm-hmm. front and super fucking hard with Ryuji. No, I just think she likes Christmas that much. I think she loves Christmas, but I think some of the stuff she's doing is like she's over. She feels like she's overcompensating sometimes. Huh. To me, I could see it. I don't see it, but I, I've been wrong in this podcast before. No. We <laughs> <laughs> can rename the podcast with how much you're wrong. Hey, that's fine. I don't <laughs> mind being wrong. Welcome to How Much I'm Wrong, starring Salvador. <laughs> uh. Ryuji has made no progress with Minori in the last two weeks. Uh, he tries to make some excuses, uh, but it's okay because now Taiga, the lovely angel of Christmas, is here to help. She puts a donut above her head. He's like, don't I look like an angel? He's like, no. And also crumbs are getting in your hair. Ew, girl, let's get them out. I think that was funny. <laughs> also, I, I think this is also the same scene where she calls herself an angel and then calls herself a Buddha. And then he's like, aren't yep, you yep. an angel? She's like, whatever. Uh, they're celebrating, t- or a bunch of people are at the gate celebrating Tyga's return. They thought it was so fucking cool how she beat up that other girl. Uh, Minori is in her wrestling costume, singing, sitting on a desk. She's losing it. I actually love the scene where Tyga comes in, though, because she's like, she goes, not a whole rant, but she goes into the whole story about how she defeated the class president, mm-hmm. and she's so happy about it, and I, I just like that. I just think it does funny that she's so happy about it. And everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, she's just like airplaning or T posing yeah. and Ryuji is pushing like, her forward and she's going yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. The, the fucking anime evil laughs, both male and female are some of my favorite tropes. It's so good. I like it when it's obviously sarcastic. Mm, well, yeah. Um, Taiga immediately jumps onto Minori and starts rubbing up all over. Uh, I wrote Ryuji explains. I don't remember what he was explaining. 
I don't know. He came into the conversation and Minori, um, like, backed off real fast. A re- <laughs> Minori literally snaps. Yeah. Like, she freaks out about something. Or she, like, Ryuji comes in to say something good. She's like, quiet, young one, or something. Yep. And then she's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. And then she just, like, starts crying on the floor. And everyone's like, oh, Minori snapped again. Again. When was the first time? Did we get to watch it? No. <laughs> okay. That's, I think it's just implied funnier. that she's been having a bad couple of weeks. Yeah. You think it's you think it's Taiga that like keeps her grounded? No. I just no. think now she's processing some difficult things that she hasn't had to deal with before. Okay. Because she surrounds her entire life with things that keep her busy from her feelings. Mm-hmm. Like work softball, work softball, work softball, works, work softball, work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Minori. Uh, Kitamura comes in and is just like planking on the floor. It's like, God, everyone's like, what this. are you doing? I knew exactly he what he was doing. Dove. He is in full prostration yep. for Taiga because being on his knees would not be good enough. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, so good. <laughs> then we get his radio show where oh he's interviewing God. Yuri about her bad date. And she starts to laugh and it transforms into crying. Into the crying. Oh my God, that was so The fact that the teacher is doing this, everybody knows it's the teacher. We should pretend we don't know though. Yeah. And then what's so funny is we we get get like a scene with the teacher. Like we get a picture of her and they have a black box of all eyes. (laughs) You can still see everything else about the teacher. I love I love that anime trope. I've seen that like two or three times where they just put the black eyes over mm. black, the black box over the eyes, and I'm just like, that's just great. <laughs> uh, Kitamura has dubbed himself or been dubbed the patron saint of broken hearts. <laughs> that's just not that's just not a good title. Did we miss the part where like someone called him like the unluckiest man in high school? <laughs> yeah, I think we dubbed over that. But after the two fucking literally the two, uh, yeah. I think that's how he got the name, essentially. Mm. Yeah, now people are using him as, like, inspiration and comfort. Yeah. Uh, Blue hair and glasses are just, like, talking the whole time over the radio show, and they're like, hey, Taiga, you're not, like, super pissed off that we're talking over Kitabora. Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, being a good girl for Santa. (laughs) Yeah, what, Mikey? Can we, like, can we get these two guys out of here, like the glasses and blue hair guy? Nope. I love that. Nope. (laughs) I don't I don't love them. I want my crew. I I want my crew to be like talking to each other. I don't need more people in my fucking life. Can we like get I just want these characters out of here. Every time they show up, I'm just like, these are not the main characters. I don't care about them. Like, why the fuck are they doing in my anime? Get out. I like them a lot. I, I do not like love them. these guys. I think they are plot movers. No, they're they're just they're just hogging the screen. Fucking leave I don't fucking care. Give me army. Like, give me something else. Give me the fucking, give me, give me any of the characters. I don't, I know we're not supposed to know nothing about Minoi, but the other characters have life too. No, I think these guys are dead ass just placeholders for like things that they need to move the plot along that the other characters would be, it would be out of character for them to do. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) And I think it's exactly why they're there. And I, I'm, yep. Don't, don't ruin my characters. Yep. Don't like these characters. Nope, they're fine. Yeah, no, Anthony's 100% correct. They needed people here to be talking over Kitamura, and it could not be our central cast. Um, Ami comes up and tries to goad Taiga, and it kind of works. 
uh, Kitamura announces that there's going to be a Christmas party in the gym for all the people with significant others or people unlucky in love. <laughs> uh, Taiga <laughs> decides she's going to be Cupid. She's on the case. She's going to get Minori and Ryuji together, which, again, she's way too focused, I feel, on this. Like, Do you guys think Taiga's done with Kitamura at this point? I think she's getting there. Yeah, I think okay. she's almost I think done. she's realized that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we go to Ami's Hot Guys Only Club, which Jesus is full of Christ. funny girls and then bald Minori. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. there, then there's Naked Taiga and Naked Glasses Guy and Kitamura. And then there's a Santa cat. <laughs> And then made Ryuji and blue hair guy is like, anyway, that was my dream. <laughs> I was so I was like, I was wondering who these people, I was wondering who was dreaming this because I, I could not figure out anybody in our main cast that would be dreaming this. You know what? I think one of the reasons I appreciate these two guys so much, so rarely in shows do characters have friends that are not a part of the main cast. But I think in the past few episodes, and I guess mm-hmm. through the entire series, they've done a good job of being like, oh, yeah, these guys are actually friends with Ryuji. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is true. It's just they, they've always been like in the background. It's just these people are like in the front now. We yeah. have seen them several times before. I mean, when this guy fucked up the... Um, what's <laughs> God, called? that the was counting. so fucking good. <laughs> and that's funny. It's just like when they saw up in the dino, I'm just like, what are these fucking people doing? Oh, I loved that. Though, yeah, but we'll but get there. Yeah, we haven't, actually, I want to mention kind of onto that point. That I was thinking about it when you guys were talking. This anime does a phenomenal job of like keeping friendships like realistic and kind of grounded. And that, like, um, even when like all five of our main characters are at Ami's house or whatever, they even have they still do them. They're like two and twos. They're each character has a different dynamic with each other character, mm-hmm. and it's not very often that they all have to be all five in the same room. Yeah, it actually, it hardly happens when all five. Of these it people really are the doesn't. Yeah, yeah, like they've had a couple lunch scenes, and usually even when that happens, one of them's got to run. Yeah, and so we can get back to our regular character dynamics. Um, I yeah, it's it's kind of refreshing to watch uh, to kind of realize that and keep hope, like looking out for that. And I yeah. think that's something that's so rare in TV shows too, where it feels like the characters like actually have relationships to each other, and they're just they're not just like a set of characteristics that happen to be in proximity to each other yep it, it's also based on who they're talking to and yeah stuff like that yeah 100 and it kind of an extension of that as well is that they feel like they have their own lives they exist outside <laughs> of each other uh they start talking about the christmas party and how taiga there is going to be like the head of the planning committee for it for some reason that's just because she loves christmas Minora's like no nah, i can't i'm busy Sorry, I won't be on, I won't do it. And also not going to the party, but because she can't, she let her softball team down. So she'd feel bad if she went. Which, which is, is a dumb Bullshit. Excuse. Yep, such a bad excuse. Not even good. Uh, Ami joins the committee in her place and <laughs> leans in and reads like, hey, motherfucker, you be nice <laughs> to me. I'm good at, first of all, I'm good at parties. Second, I will convince her to go to the party with you. <laughs> Minori is kind of like side-eyeing this conversation and looks away 
kind of yeah she hears all of it right yeah i think so yeah this is why i feel like minori has developed feelings for ryuji this has to be like part of minori like fucking teasing uh, or sorry uh, ami teasing minori still mm-hmm. um uh, yeah and then ami is like oh hey so you want to join the committee after all huh and minori's like nah and leaves uh well, she straight up like she's like angry about it she's like i said no yeah and she leaves like it was a nice, like, oh, I just, she's like, no, I said no. Putting your whole foot down is what we would say. Uh, meanwhile, back at home, Yasuko has learned some new slang. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Yo and... Um, this is a totes, totes good scene, yo. Totes, yep. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh totes. my fucking God, please. You're doing it wrong. Totes is a, a good word. It is. Yeah, it's a very good mood. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're all going to go study for the exams. Minori can't come because she's working, which is totally true. <laughs> but you know what we can do? We can go to her. Yeah, we'll study where she's working and it'll all work out. Uh, oh, wait. Never mind. Sorry, she took the night off. <laughs> and Tiger's like, hey, Ryuji, is she avoiding you? What the fuck? Um, they start to have a little bit of a talk and Ryuji says, you two have changed before the rest of the crew cut or shows up and he does not get to finish that thought. It is blue hair, glasses, and uh, a girl named Kihara, I think we've seen a couple of times before, and Kitamura. Is that part of Ami's crew? Uh, maybe. I couldn't remember, because really, I know Ami's got blue hair. No, she I don't think so. With pink hair and another girl with some other type of hair. I can't remember. Uh, they do some seating arrangements, and it's clear that they're trying to set up Taiga and Kitamura. Well, um... I think Taiga also says that she she doesn't know how to fix like she doesn't know how to uh, help Minoy because she changed like she changed right. Oh, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe Min, uh, Taiga is the one saying that like Minori yeah, yeah, and Ta- Ryuji have changed. Yeah, she says like she says she says that to Ryuji. I think mm-hmm. She's like yeah, I don't know how to help because you both have changed way too much. Yeah, which I thought it was a good line from Taiga, but they have changed a bunch. Yeah, Taiga is great in this episode. Yeah. I mean, Christmas songs. <laughs> Being Cupid with celery. Yep. Or leak. leak, sorry. What is wrong with you? I corrected myself. Uh-huh. After I corrected you. Oh, you did it at the same time. Huh? She didn't even That's look like Cupid. Um, <laughs> she wasn't bringing, <laughs> She didn't have her donut halo. Well, no, because she's like, do I look like Cupid? And Ryuji's like, again, no. Um, but they, Taiga and Kitamura go to get drinks for everyone. And they're all like, yeah, we're going to set those two up because we think they'd be a good match. Except Kiara is just like fiddling with the straw wrapper, does not seem into it. Uh, they start to, every, the, the crew leaves the restaurant and is starting to walk somewhere else. Uh, and Ryuji is kind of having his internal monologue about like, because Glasses basically ranked that. I'm like, hey, yeah, she's always been into Kitamura. It's like weird that you didn't know that. But you're kind of oblivious, even though you're like the closest to her all the time. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's just thinking about it and is like, I did always know it. But like, mm, now it's kind of bothering me, though. Mm. I, I seriously thought that uh, the one female person, I thought she wanted to get with Kit tomorrow. I thought that was whole, like, she does. whole thing. Well, I don't think so. No, she wants to see the relationship between um, Taiga and... Um, Ryuji. Yep. That's what she wants. Oh, did to I see. completely fuck that up? Dude, she literally interrupts Ryuji's like thought process and is like, hey, you're in love with Taiga, right? 
Yeah. She, she the, the whole class has figured out that, like, um, Taiga likes um, Kitamaru, but the whole class knows that Ryuji and, and Taiga are supposed to be together. So now there's a, now there's a whole thing that the, everybody's um, trying to figure out who she, she's going to end up with. I think Except that's for like blue, the, uh, blue hair and glasses. Well, they're dumb as shit, so. No, I mean, no, the blue hair and glasses are trying to get um, Kitamaru and Taiga together. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But Kihara knows that Ryuji and Taiga belong together. Yeah. And I'm assuming that our whole class is doing this, too. This is why Minori might be having a problem with this. Mm, maybe. Even though I'm still kind of... I still kind of believe that initially Minori and Minori was trying to get them together. I thought so, too. I don't know. That's why I said in the beginning if, if Minori was the... Um, what do you call it? Matchmaker. Yeah, matchmaker. It's still wild to me that I think Torador is maybe the least like predictable anime we've watched. The fact <laughs> that there's a fucking sword fight that happens in episode 16, I completely understand why I cannot understand I don't understand the show whatsoever. Check it out. Does not. <laughs> Does not follow any of the fucking gnomes, apparently. Gives us a good story that and I'm makes the people it. feel real. It's it's crazy. In the famous words of Chris, fuck tradition, fuck norms. Mm-hmm. Burn it all to the ground. Hell yes. And then the same thing as Chris, the next breath he'll be like, but it doesn't make literal sense or logical sense. When have I ever cared? Well, it, within its own logic. You know my <laughs> there rules. You there you go. Which is a tradition in and of itself. It's only Anthony that, that, that follows that rule. Yeah. Owens doesn't follow that rule. I follow no rules. Sunglasses on. Yeah. Stick in the mud. <laughs> uh... But yeah, Kihara basically calls him. I was like, "Yeah, you're we you're in love with Tiger, right? Like, we need to we need to stop this. We need to figure this out." And they're trying to call her ahead, and Ryuji like kind of taking it back. Is what I took as him trying to deflect. Is be he asks her, "Are you in love with Kitamura?" And then she gets called away before she can even answer, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm coming." And that's where that episode ends, and we get our new outro, which is orange by. Our trio of Rie Kugamiya, Yui Horie, and Eri Kitamura again. I still think um, that the the new girl likes uh, Kitamura. Sure, I guess, but I don't think she. I even if that's true, I still think that she was there in like. I don't think she would be trying to separate Kitamura and Taiga for her own selfish gains. I truly believe that she thinks Ryuji's in love with Taiga. Maybe that's almost impossible for me to determine intentionality there. Is she there like to? For her own reasons, and then it also helps him, or is she there f- to help him, but or for his reasons, but also helps her. You know, it's almost literally impossible to determine that. I think. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's why I just go with what I feel. <laughs> the feelings. Uh huh. Anything else on that episode specifically? No. Um. Maybe. Yes, there was one thing. When we were at uh, Minori's work. Everybody's dressed normally, and fucking Taiga has her PJs on again. Did she? I thought she was in a big coat. I'm uh, pretty sure she, underneath the big coat, she's wearing just straight PJs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, that it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, like, yeah, she's just going, to, just staying strong with her little PJs. Hell yeah. Every time she goes out to eat, it seems like. I just want to say, I don't know, actually, I'm glad you called this out, because I had this realization watching one of the episodes at one point, she's wearing like this. I'm probably gonna get the colors wrong, but it's like a, a green like vest over like a kind of puffy shirt. 
and, and I like, of course, you know, they have the whole like doll thing with her, but so much of her style is like very like Victorian almost. Yes. And I'm very here for it. Also, uh, I do want to bring up, uh, there's one thing I'm jealous about and that's the fact that they, um, I know they probably live in Tokyo. I don't know where they actually live at. But it must be so nice for you to be able to wake up in the middle of the night and go to the convenience store and just get some ice cream. That just sounds way too. That sounds way no, too. Twenty-four dope. hour convenience stores around you? No, those gas stations. But like, they don't sell ice cream. No, no, they don't. Mine do. Yeah, I, pro- I probably. Could. I'd have to drive, but I probably could. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. It's like it's just a hop. Like they just walk there, get their ice cream, walk back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah zoning's weird in the United States because. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you think about that now, and you're like, why would I, like, in the middle of the fucking night, like, out in the dark, go and get, you know what I mean, go just to the convenience store, get something, and come back? It's crazy, because I was I was playing, like, Magic. Magic is, is a game. Um, and then I had somebody who's like, oh, let me just hop by the convenience store. Give me, like, five or ten minutes. And he, like, leaves, comes back with a bag of chips, and I'm like... I guess that's right. You know what I mean? That's so weird. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's not a common thing in the United States. Do you know what I mean go out to your convenience store, pick up something, come back? And I know that because I, um, when I went down to Mexico, they did the same thing. They were like, "Oh, we could just hop yeah, by." The convenience it's store, truly pick like a zoning up. thing in the United States. Oh like yeah, it's weird. Deciding that we need to have suburbs where we drive forty minutes to work and yeah. So we are running very long. Wrap-ups, final thoughts, questions, hot takes, anything. I just want my noise story. I just, I'm so tired. I like. Okay, well, I'm wait for next week. These <laughs> next four episodes. Hey, you, you said wrap-up. Okay. <laughs> Any new final thoughts? New final thoughts. Uh, yeah, I think Ami is battling with Tiger right now for uh, number one. Oof. Um, and it's a very excellent, well-drawn-out fight. They still have their weapons in hand at the moment. Yeah, that's all I got. What's sad is I think Ami already knows it's, like, done. I don't think she like. I don't think she's fighting the fight. You guys. Oh, I think he meant for his favorite character. Oh, fight, favorite character. Yeah, my bad. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. my bad. Yeah, for my, my favorite bad. character. Um, it's whatever I said last week because I don't think it changed. Same. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had like four thoughts enter my brain at the same time. I was trying to parse if any of them were worth saying. As <laughs> usual, the answer is no. <laughs> uh, no. I I I truly love this show. I think <laughs> huge fan like oh my god I'm excited to get the light novels and read them which is fucking wild <laughs> uh next week episodes fuck me the next four the next four <laughs> it was a 17 so it's 18 19 20 21 yeah not so easy is it I said it <laughs> yeah but you had to say each one each one what? You, didn't, you couldn't just Doesn't say 18, we gotta 21. Go. You had to count them out. See you next time on my first anime. Hey, thanks as always for listening. We decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a Patreon. You can check that out over on patreon.com slash myfirstanime where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do. Or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh, rating on wherever you get your podcast, that helps as well. And also, I am winging this. You know, also has wings. Twiddle. So at us at My Force Anime. And 
other shenanigans. Talk about how awesome I am. That's Salvador, also Monkey. Just really just leave comments about me is what I'm asking for. I'm also plugging, I guess, my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, stmonkey with a zero. And if you want to email us, uh, our email address is myfirstanimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of my cat on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Sir Paper Plate. See you next time on My, my First, first Anime. anime. <laughs> Did it in one. Did Perfect.